Hey guys, it's Coach Chris here from Ratzinger Fitness showing up for this week's episode of Fitness That Fits. And today I'm going to be talking about the life lessons that I personally learned in 2020 and how we can apply those to our ongoing fitness goals in 2021 to help you stay resilient in this new year and keep chasing after those fitness goals. So first of all, I think it's very fair to say that 2020 was a challenging year for many of us and in many different ways. All right, COVID-19 was a big one, right? As COVID-19 cases spread across the world, even those of us that weren't directly affected by the virus still got pushed well outside our comfort zone, right? We had to find new ways to do all sorts of everyday activities. It changed the way that we connect with the people that we love. It changed the way that we get up and get ready for work in the morning. Um, For some of us, it changed where we go to work in the morning, but it changed how we get our groceries, how we send our kids to school, and yes, how we work out. We saw massive changes in the health and wellness industry over 2020. And I think we're going to keep seeing some of those changes. I don't think we've settled into our new normal just yet. And that's why resiliency is going to be at the forefront as we charge into this new year. How can we stick with it? How can we be prepared to change and adapt to whatever comes next, right? Because we don't know. But as much as 2020 did kind of crumble down some of our routines, some of our normalcy, right? I think there are some valuable lessons to be learned from that, some things that we can take away from that. Because yes, it pushed us outside our comfort zone, but in doing so, it forced us to adapt. It forced us to learn, to develop new solutions so that we could survive, heck, even thrive in this crazy new ever-changing environment. So today I'm going to share with you guys, I have six of them. These are life lessons, some of my big takeaways from the year 2020, but we're also going to talk about how these lessons can be applied specifically to your continuing fitness goals in 2021. All right, let's jump right in. So number one, the first thing that I learned surviving 2020, thriving in 2020 was that you can't always control what happens, but you can control how you react to it, right? So we saw a lot of things happen around us that were outside of our control. Maybe your gym closed down. Maybe your job switched to 100% telework, something you'd never done before. Maybe all the restaurants in your area were closed down and all of a sudden you had to use your oven for something other than storage, right? A lot of these changes were beyond our control and 2020 kept throwing the curveballs. But one of the biggest things that taught me is that even though I can't control some of the things that are happening around me, I do have control over my reaction to it. And it might not sound like a lot, but it made a massive shift for me. And I'll be honest with you guys, it wasn't always easy to see another weekend spent inside our 900 square foot apartment as an opportunity. But once I made that conscious decision to start focusing on the things that were within my control, so how I thought about the situation, what I was going to do in that situation, rather than the things that were beyond my control, so oftentimes the situation itself that I found myself in, um, I was able to get a lot done in 2020 and I made some wonderful memories along the way. So how can we take this and apply it to our continued fitness goals? Well, no matter what goal you're working toward in 2021, 
inevitably there are going to be some obstacles along the way, some things you encounter that you simply can't control. But if you shift your focus away from those and focus on the two things you can control, mainly your mindset, how you think about that obstacle, how you frame it, um, and second, how you react to it. So this is where I am, what can I do rather than what can't I do in that situation? Um, so a great example of this might be if you're a runner, you might see the weather as an obstacle outside of your control. If typically you run outside, you wake up one morning, it is pouring rain, that might feel like a massive obstacle that is beyond your control, right? We can't control the weather, but what can you control? One, you can control how you think about it. So rather than seeing this as an obstacle, something that's going to end your workout, maybe this bad weather is an opportunity to do some cross training inside, to work on your speed in a treadmill rather than your endurance out on a longer trek. The second thing we can control is what we choose to do about it. All right, and this is gonna come back to the mindset a lot. So once you shift that mindset, you'll start to see some of those opportunities. What can I do with this? But the next step is making that conscious decision. All right, that's what I can't do, whatever. Push that aside, not in my control. What can I do? And take that next right action to keep you moving forward, all right? So this is the first big takeaway from 2020 for me personally. Second thing I learned was that there is a big difference between a preference and a priority. All right, so during various stages of COVID-19 lockdown, life was getting stripped back to the bare essentials at times. Um, even things that seem so commonplace that we were so used to, that we relied on. Like for me, that haircut um, at least once a month, they were just out the window. Um, but through this crazy turn of events, it really helped me to start examining the difference between my preferences and my priorities. So for example, one of my personal preferences is to eat out as much as possible here in this beautiful island of Okinawa because one, the food is delicious. It's so fresh, there's so much great seafood that I wanna try it all. Um, and I have a lot of access to really cool food and I won't be here forever. I'm only living on this island for four years. So that is my preference. But when I got cut off from that by COVID-19, we were not allowed to dine in. We were not allowed to walk into a restaurant to order and get food to go. Oh, it hurt. But it gave me an opportunity to stop and ask, okay, eating out is my preference, but what is my top priority? What is, you know, the bare essentials? What do I really need out of my food, out of my nutrition in this realm? Um, of focus. And for me, I realized that my priority really had more to do with one, getting a variety and two, making sure that I had a nutritious diet with a lot of whole food sources. And that was something that I could still tackle, even having my preference removed from the equation, right? That preference of eating out when I could. So I explored some new recipes. I spent a lot more time in the kitchen than I have in the past. And it's really cool because some of that I'm now going to carry with me into 21. I have 2021. I have some great new recipes. I'm pumped about a little bit higher kitchen confidence. Um, so that's really exciting for me. But how can we pull this back looking specifically at your fitness goals? How can you apply this difference between preferences and priorities, right? So your preference might be 
As you mentioned with the runner, it might be to run outside. Maybe your preference is to work out in a gym, right? Recognize these preferences and for sure lean into them whenever they're available because they're going to make that journey more enjoyable, which is something we'll talk about more in just a second. But understand where the preference ends and the priority begins because when those preferences are interrupted, when they're stripped away from you, again, from circumstances outside of our control, like we saw last year, knowing your priority, knowing where you are and are not willing to compromise or to sacrifice is going to help you find that path to keep moving forward. It's going to make it clear for you what you need to do next. So if your preference is to work out in a gym and your gym is closed, what is the priority behind that preference? Is it to move your body? Um, is it to lift heavy things? You can do these things other places than the gym, but recognize where the preference ends, where the priority begins. So when you're stripped down to the essentials, you know how to keep moving forward and keep on track with what's truly important to you. All right, number three. Um, I learned from 2020 that we always need something to look forward to. All right, this happened to me. I know I talked to several friends who had the same experience, but when you are in quarantine, when you're locked down, when you're keeping everything in the house, um, you know, or minimal ver journeys out, the days can start to run together. And we're limiting um, our routines and we're limiting our physical movement to a single space. It can start to get kind of monotonous. Um, so having something to look forward to, something that I could be excited about each week was something to keep me on track, something to keep it moving forward rather than feeling like I was just stuck in a loop over and over. So during 2020 and you know the COVID-19 lockdowns for me, that could be as simple as planning a hike for the weekend. So I was working from home, small space for most of the week, but on the weekend I could get outside, get some fresh air. That was my something to look forward to. But we wanna do this same thing with our fitness journey as well. And I know if you're just getting started, the workout itself might not be your favorite part. That's okay. You don't have to find joy in squats or squat thrusts or push-ups, burpees, whatever. But you do want to find some joy in the journey overall. So find something about it that you can be excited about. Maybe it's as simple as the music you listen to um, or the clothes you wear for your workout. Maybe you just love throwing on some sweatpants, right? As an excuse to go do your home workout. Um, we actually did a whole episode on how to have fun with your workouts. So if you're struggling with this, struggling to find something to look forward to, I recommend checking that out. But find that something to look forward to. We can only do what we need to do for so long. There has to be some fun to it, right? So if you are doing resistance training because you've read about the benefits, you know it's gonna support your weight loss goal, you know it's gonna um, you know, help change how your body looks, moves, and feels, but it's not your favorite, right? Maybe in your heart, you're really a runner, but you're trying to incorporate that resistance training. It aligns with your goals. You're trying to do what you need to do. Well, do that during the week and then maybe on the weekends, plan a run, you know, not timed, not necessarily as part of training, just something fun that you enjoy. And that can still be a part of your fitness journey, but work in that joy, find the joy in the journey. Always have something to look forward to. All right, that was takeaway number three. Uh, number four, this is a big one for me. This is one of my mantras as I continue to move into 2021, is knowing that I can take action on what I know 
rather than what I feel. All right, so in so many ways, 2020 was a whirlwind of emotions. I remember in particular, there was um, about a week time span when my husband and I were preparing to fly back home to the States for two very important weddings. And it was just up and down. We didn't think we were gonna be able to go because of restrictions and then we could go. We found a loophole, but it was gonna cost more money. We're just all over the place. And it really reminded me that emotions can come out of anywhere. You know, they come fast, they hit hard. Sometimes we don't even know why we're feeling them. Um, and honestly, that's okay, right? Moving through that experience of different emotions is part of the human experience. So it's not something to be pushed aside from. But when we allow our emotions to take the wheel, to take control and dictate what we'll do next, we can really lose focus and find ourselves disconnected and distracted, no longer moving toward our goals, right? What I learned working through this experience was that feelings are like a tunnel. So if you're driving along in your car, you might turn the corner and all of a sudden there's this big tunnel in front of you and you go into the tunnel because you've got some place to go, you've got a destination on the other side. It might get dark in that tunnel for a minute, but if you keep moving, have faith that the tunnel will end, the tunnel will end, guys. You'll come out on the other side, you'll be back in the sunlight, and you will still be on track to hit your goals. And for me, this is what this boils down to, being able to take action on what I know, knowing that the destination's on the other side, knowing that the emotion will pass, rather than giving into the feeling and letting that dictate what I will do next. So applying this to our fitness journey, I am positive that you have had the experience where you did not feel like doing your workout one day. I know I've had that feeling before myself, but there is a difference between maybe I'm a little bit overworked and don't have the energy for my workout versus I just don't feel like doing my workout, right? So recognizing that we can take action on what we know to be true rather than what we feel, that can be a game changer here. So if we're in that situation, I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing my workout today. Ask yourself, well, what do I know? Well, I know I didn't work out yesterday, so I'm probably pretty well recovered at this point. Um, you know, I know that I slept good last night, so my energy levels are actually pretty good. I know that I feel better after I work out. I know that I, you know, still have an hour before dinner. I have time to work out. And once we start to accumulate all those facts, all that knowledge, we can take action on that and keep moving toward our goals. We can move through the feeling and get to the other side. So that's how we take action on what we know rather than what we feel. All right, number five, and things I learned, my life lessons from 2020, number five, is that only you know what's really best for you. Even with COVID-19, with all of the challenges that 2020 threw at us, a lot of us were facing very similar obstacles. But, you know, looking at myself, looking at my friends, the people around me, we were still dealing with those in our own different ways. You know, for me, part of my process was making sure that I took my dog on a walk every day because just getting out of the house for a little bit, getting that sunshine, that fresh air, like that's what I needed to feel good about my day. Whereas I had another friend who felt best, um, you know, kept everything on track, kept moving forward when she was having her groceries delivered to her door and keeping her family all under one roof. That's what worked for them in that situation. And you know, we both did great. Neither one was a better solution. It was just the solution that was right for us. But the same is true for our fitness journey as well. 
There is a lot of advice out there. There's a lot of information out there, but at the end of the day, only you know what really works for you. And you're gonna have to be really honest with yourself about that journey if you're going to remain resilient in 2020 and keep pushing your fitness forward. So try something, sure, um, you know, we can learn from each other, we can support each other, we can take advice from each other, but try it out and be honest with yourself. Does this work for you? The other part of this that we have to remember is that our journey is our own. So yes, find what works for you, but also remember not to judge or compare your fitness journey to someone else's because you don't know where they started. You don't know how they got there. You don't know what steps they've taken or how they've worked to get there. Your journey is your own and only you know what's really going to work best for you on that. And then finally, number six, my sixth and final life lesson for today's video anyway, um, is that routines should be flexible. Routines, routines, routines. So many experts, so many high achievers, so many of you know the people that I look up to, my role models, my mentors, even myself. I do this to my own self-talk and to my clients. We talk about the value of routines. We talk about the power of habit and how when we automate things into a routine, it becomes second nature and it can help set us up for success and it can make it easier to do the right thing more consistently. So yes, routines are a fantastic thing. They're a valuable tool. I will continue to use them myself and I will continue to coach my clients to build routines that support their best actions, their best life. But COVID-19 disrupted our routines and in working through that disruption, it really taught me that the best routines are still going to have a little bit of flexibility, right? We need space in that routine to cope with the things that are beyond our control, right? If your alarm goes off a little bit later or doesn't go off at all and you wake up late, right? Maybe your routine was to wake up at 5 a.m., do your workout, that's how you started your day. And that alarm doesn't go off, you wake up late. That's a disruption to your routine. And if your routine is so rigid, so inflexible that now it's just broken, right? There's nowhere to go forward from here. The routine didn't work, scrap the whole thing. You know, there's nothing to be gained from that. But if we can build in some flexibility to that routine, when the alarm doesn't go off, I say, okay, normally I have an hour to do my workout and this is what I do today. I've only got 20 minutes, so this is what I'm gonna trim it down to. I'm still going to keep on track you know, with the general direction of my routine. I'm still gonna do my workout, then I'll have my coffee, then I'll get my shower. Uh, stick with the general routine, but be able to flex it, to stretch it, or to confine it to fit what life has given you to work with. Um, so we need a little bit of that flexibility in order to remain resilient. So those are my six life lessons. What I learned from 2020 and how it can help you remain resilient and can keep moving forward with your fitness goals in 2021. I'll go over that list one more time. Number one is that knowing we can't control everything that happens to us, but we can always control how we respond to it. So how we frame our mindset and what action we choose to take next. Uh, number two, was that there is a big difference between a priority and a preference. And if we know where our preference ends and our priority begins, we have a clear path to keep us moving when we get interrupted, right? When life gets in the way, because it always will. 
Um, number three is that we always need something to look forward to. So find a way to find the joy in your journey. And if it's not there, bring some joy to your journey. Add in some fun to your workouts, to your fitness. Make it something you can look forward to. Number four was to take action on what you know to be true rather than what you feel in the moment. Know that feelings are like tunnels. We will move through them. There will be another side where that feeling ends. So if we keep moving forward, if we keep taking action, what we know to be true, rather than what we feel in the moment, we can move through that faster and keep on track to our goals. Number five is only you know what's best for you. You and your journey are unique. So cherish that. Embrace that and don't compare yourself or your journey to others when you don't know their journey. And finally, number six, routines are a valuable tool, but the best routines will still be flexible. We need that degree of flexibility to adapt to changing circumstances, something we saw a lot of in 2020 and something that I imagine we will continue to see in 2021. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed those life lessons. If you have life lessons of your own takeaways from the journey of surviving 2020, let me know down in the comments. I'd love to hear some of your stories as well. I want to thank you guys for tuning in with me for this episode of Fitness That Fits. I'll be showing up once a week, every week for you guys to bring you a little bit of inspiration, motivation, and information to keep you moving on your journey to health and wellness. If you'd like to connect with me more, you can head over to www.rotzingerfitness.com. And until next time, guys, my name is Chris Rotzinger, your health and wellness coach, and I want you to get out there and get moving. Have a great rest of your day, everyone.